Thank you for joining us today here at Abuelas en Acción. I'm Marie Dahlstrom, and I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Rosemary Celia Alston. We are so happy to welcome Lupe Torres, who will share her thoughts on what Latinx have at stake in this election. Lupe was born and raised in Chicago, but is now living in Louisville, Texas. She is a senior at the University of Dallas, not to be confused with UT Dallas, studying politics and Latin America studies. She is currently the president of the JOLT chapter at University of Dallas. And boy, we have been so impressed with our JOLT guests, and we so look forward to talking to Lupe about her work. Welcome, Lupe. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, could you please talk to us a little bit about what has been a defining moment for you in your life? I think when I look back at my life, I would say that one of the most pivotal moments would be the 2016 election. I was a junior in high school and I had an amazing teacher who was updating us on everything that was going on. And um, all I saw was a direct attack by public officials on our community. And I noticed how the political world was not as representative as how diverse our country actually is. And I noticed that we needed more people of color in office that will write better legislation for us. And it was that moment, that year that I decided to choose a career that dealt with politics and policies. Lupe, that is amazing. I love hearing that because this has been a very painful time for our country, a painful time for Latinx and older uh, Latinos. Uh, And to know that this was a defining moment for you, and I would bet thousands of other Latinx and other people of color to get involved in um, in our communities and to be able to express your your voice and your and your values. Tell us about your studies and and what are your future career plans. So, like you said at the beginning, I am currently a senior at the University of Dallas. I'm hoping to graduate of May in 2021. I did pursue, uh, I did decide to do my bachelor's in politics and get a minor in Latin American studies. And what I hope to branch off of that is to hopefully one day become an immigration lawyer and represent those in my community who currently do not have a voice and bring them the comfort of being able to stay here in the United States, which is something, an issue that has affected my family personally, which is one of the reasons that drove me to be uh, wanting to become an immigration lawyer. Um, But that is what I hope to do and hopefully so many other great things in the future. So are you, will you be applying to law school or taking some time off right after you graduate? I am planning to take uh, a year off after college in order to 
get some work done. And not only that, because I do wish to be on the ground on campus when I start my studies. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm excited. I'm excited selfishly for all that you will do on behalf of our communities. So talk about your work with JOLT initiative. Of course. Yeah. So I, I got involved with JOLT in January of this year. Um, my primary reason for getting involved with them was because I was seeking a community outside of my campus, my university, um, has struggled uh, with inclusivity and a lot of issues. And I was looking for a community that would be welcoming to me outside of campus, but also working towards issues that I cared about. I found JOLT and it encompassed everything that I was looking for and that I cared about. And I was able to establish a chapter on campus on my university. It took some work, but we got it done. And we are hoping on getting not only our students involved, but also teaching them of the issues that are affecting the Latino students on our campus, but also overall in our community of Irving, which is where our campus is at. And we are hoping to get people to register to vote in that area. And also today you have to fill out your census. So we're trying to um, be advocates for those issues. Lupe, what are some of the important issues you're hearing about um, from young Latinx in the future elections? In this and future elections ahead of us? There are a wide array of issues that are so important in this election and so important because they affect our community directly. Um, on the line is healthcare. We need access to adequate healthcare for all Americans to make sure that our families are healthy, especially now during the pandemic, in order to get it under control and make sure that um, that everyone is healthy. We another issue that is really important is immigration reform. I think immigration policies nowadays have directly attacked our community and we need to fix that because immigrants do make our country better. And another issue that is really, really important is the environmental crisis and climate change. We need people who will take this seriously to combat whatever this crisis would lead us into in the future to make sure that it does not get worse. What do you say to young Latinx who are not excited about either presidential candidates? Why should they vote? What is at stake in this election for Latinos? I understand that our current situation is not ideal and we might not have the ideal candidates running, but this is exactly why we need to vote because our vote can determine the trajectory trajectory of the next four years. There is power in your vote and in your voice. Collectively, we can apply pressure on candidates to take the issues that we care about seriously and to address them directly. Wow. You speak so with so much courage and 
with so much passion, Lupe. It's wonderful to have um, our young really trying to look and educate our communities in a, in a different kind of way. Can you please share any steps that would be helpful for our listeners to, to hear in terms of what they can do right now, today, on behalf of our families and communities? What kind of action steps? There are so many things you can do to start getting involved in these issues and making sure that people are listening to us. And one of these things is obviously voting. It is an election year. We are about to choose who will be the next president for the next four years and who is going to make big policy decisions and represent our country. I urge my entire community to exercise their right to vote and vote for those who are not able to as well. And another thing to utilize the resources that we have to contact your elected officials and hold them accountable. Tell them what you care about. Tell them what they should and should not vote for to make sure that their communities are being listened to. Marie? Well, I, I would just like to thank you, Lupe, for joining us. A uh, couple of things. One is that I love what you shared with us in terms of how you felt, um, uh, as many students do, that maybe they're at the universities or the high schools that they attend are not, they're, they're really struggling with in inclusion. And feeling like you need to find a connection, uh, a, a, a sense of belonging. And so often it takes what you did, Lupe, to reach out to Jolt and for you to start a campus uh, or, or a program on your campus. This is what makes the difference uh, in terms of people who are able to take their voices and to take their um, passion to work on change. Um, so often uh, we look at people like you, Lupe, who um, are successful and well-connected and so uh, passionate about the issues you, you feel strongly about and, and maybe assume it comes easier for Guadalupe than it would for me. That's not something I could ever do. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I want to remind listeners that it's not easy for any of us. It is not easy for anybody to step forward and to say, this needs to change. So thank you. Thank you for being a role model in that. And thank you for emphasizing the need to vote. Because uh, another way I've heard it put is that um, a vote for the next president is a vote for how our, um, how the pandemic will be handled. And so this is important for all of us who have been impacted by family members who have died, family members who have been sick, uh, our students uh, having to, um, to uh, be educated at home, as Rosemary shares often. We are part of the group of parents and abuelos who are helping our, our, our grandkids with their virtual education. They should be in school. It's not okay. I also would like to add, Guadalupe, is that you are a change agent. 
just in being able to um, express and describe um, to individuals what they can do, even if they're not able to vote for whatever those reasons are, that we stand up for them in our ability to show our voice in checking the box at that ballot. Um, so it's critical that we continue to have these dialogues and have you help us in terms of moving forward um, with the different issues that you've listed. Um, I think it's critical also that um, after the pandemic um, and looking at what we need to do to try and get our communities healthier, um, you mentioned climate change. So Abuelas is gonna be spending some time um, afterwards really looking at what we can do to assist in that as well. Gracias for all that you do. It can be very exhausting as a student as well, but we know that you are paving uh, a journey for all of us. So I wanna thank all of you for joining us. Please subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate your reviews. We look forward to having you with our next time on Abuelas en Acción. Gracias.